Tonight, Melissa's vacation with Amy, mosquitoes, who gets eaten, and a brand new temporary co-host, all on Brilliant Observations. Hi, guys. Dear listener, I am here with John as usual. Hi, John. Hey, how you doing? I'm living the dream. And today, as a a special treat, we have one of our favorite listeners here. This is like, uh, if you're a good enough listener, we'll recruit you to do the show with us. Jessica is away on a convention, and our dear listener, Amy, is here to join us. Amy from Greensboro. She's my favorite Amy. Carolina. That's right. Hello, 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 hello. One and all. Hello. Go ahead, Amy. Amy, can you tell us just like three bars of of who you are and what you do and how you know or your relation to the show besides just loving listening? Well, I am a longtime listener, first time co-host. So it is a little (laughs) bit like that gecko television commercial. Where the woman stands in the corner and says, I won a contest. I save on car insurance. No, I have known both of the two loveliest of the three lovely hosts of the show for a great many years. We all met in college. Shockingly, we've remained friends. I have been an avid listener. Love it, love it, love it. And because I am in the marketing content creation space myself for the company that I own, I've actually been a bit of a lurker. A twofold lurker to this podcast, many others, and also to she podcasts, uh, because I'm interested in starting a podcast myself. So this was a wonderful meeting of the minds, collision of the worlds, breaking of all the glasses. We'll see how this goes. You know, normally I chase uh, Melissa and Jessica's friends away. Usually they, <laughs> when I talk and I give my opinion... <laughs> I send them heading for the hills. She knows those friends, by the way. I, I know she does. To the hills. <laughs> no, she does. Amy and I just actually came back from a few days that we spent on vacation together. We went to Florida. Um, what did you call it, John? God's waiting. God's room? waiting room. Yes, God's yeah. waiting room. And and we've also discovered that it's close to uh, Dante's Inferno. It is wicked hot down there. Not that it wasn't here over a hundred degrees before we left. But it is it is super soupy down there. So if you're outdoors and you're not in water, you're a sadist. Um, and we w- took our husbands and we went away for a few days, and it was kind of delightful. Kind of. Yeah. Well, you know, it can't be. Nothing can be completely delightful. Like shit happens. Shit goes sideways, and you don't plan for stuff. And but yeah, it was delightful. Amy, did you have a good time? What is she going to say? Was, uh, after that, yeah, I thought it was great. It was, it was I, o- Listen, it was utterly delightful. Utterly. First Aww. of all, the place where we stayed is heaven on earth, Shangri-La, gorgeous, 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 and oddly, eerily unused. There was no one there. So you felt like you had this massive, massive place all to yourself, except for two crazy, kooky kids called wild otters who came scampering up to the pool doing all their nonsense. I don't think that's an otter sound, but whatever they do, they came up, they were canoodling, they were taking their little slick, weird otter necks and rubbing up against each other. And then one of them fell in the water object. Was that a lake? Is that the it was a lake. Yeah, it was definitely a lake. 
Okay. So then the other guy stood there right on the deck making squeaky otter squeaks and flipping the flip out like you've got to get out. And the whole time I'm thinking, dude, he's an otter. Can he swim? Why? For, or go in yourself. But we, we stood there and, oh, it's so great. And should we get the camera? Should we get a hook? Should we get a net? What should we do? You know and- why the one otter was squeaking so highly and making all kinds of crazy noises? Uh-oh. Be- because there's alligators in those ponds. And you know what alligators <gasps> like? Tasty otters. Otters? Ooh, I don't want to ever go back. I'm never going back there. I didn't realize there was alligators in the death pond. You had no idea? John, you should should really go down there, John, before we sell the place. You should really get your shit together and go down there. Grab Sam. (laughs) It's really weird with Sam because when I did did broach the subject and she just looks at me and goes, no. And I was like, okay. It was that quick. It was, I'm not even going to think about it. We, we're not going to go with you. You'll be on your own. You don't have to talk to anyone. No, I get that. But do you understand? It's like <laughs> she, she, this is another country to her because it's another country. She's a Canadian. And so when she came here, like the big thing is that she lives in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, and it's all prairie. And when she got here, she felt claustrophobic because all the roads are lined with trees. And she didn't like that she couldn't see past the trees. And she felt very claustrophobic and in a, on a highway, which I was like, well, what about yeah. the car? That doesn't seem to drive you crazy. Which I don't is- know how to counter that, nor do I know how the two of you are going to make a life together. But I hope and pray that you do. <laughs> Let me just start by saying that. I do, too. I, I, I actually woke up this morning and I felt uh, kind of sad and, and was missing her. And I sang her a little song and sent it to her. Um, how do ha- how do how do we how, how do how, how do how do we hear that song? Oh, I don't know if I'm going to play that because I can't sing. But John, it was I feel uh, like I'm on Tiger it, Beat. It was uh, it was the Jimmy Buffett uh, Monday song. What was that called again? Come Monday. Come oh, Monday. I love that song. That's one of my favorites. Yes, that's the one I sang. As long as you didn't sing her a pirate looks at forty, I think you're good. Yeah. that's amazing. Oh, that was really sweet. Hey, Stu, start singing. <laughs> I I would love Come Monday, Stu. It'll be um, all right. Oh, See? come Monday. I'll, <laughs> I'll be, be oh. holding you tight. There's been four lonely days in a brown early haze. And I just want you back by my side. Oh, I loved it. Wow. I'll do the music. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> yes, it's been quite a summer. Um, what, that's, that's adorable, Stu. Um, <laughs> What? Hey, listen, he yeah. picks up poo in the backyard. I do not do that. I picked up poo in the front yard yesterday. Um, while we were away, I got fucking eaten by mosquitoes in the worst possible way. I'm away with total four people, and I am the only human who had 73 mosquito bites, and I counted them on the plane, which is not easy to do when you're in this teeny tiny seat and there's a complete stranger to your left and a decent-sized man to your right. So I'm uh, Stu, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking, flipping, turning, 73 mosquito bites. And I'm not the kind of person who says, why me? But what the fuck? Why me? Well, mosquitoes are attracted to uh, carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide, one of them, where, you know, when you breathe out and they're also attracted to certain pheromones. And I think you might have one of them. Somebody once told me it was a blood type thing. Really? Because I'm the same way. If there's a mosquito or a flea within a 50 mile radius, it's heading for me. 
Wait, a flea? flea? Oh my god! Stop it. That's a different thing, John. No, it's well, I know it's a different uh, bug, but like we had a dog, and the dog went outside and got fleas, and then when it came inside, the fleas came inside, and those suckers would leap off the dog. They're like John Meat, and they would leap off the dog onto me, and I would watch them jump onto me, and we had to have a bomb. We had to bomb the house for them and everything else. I has a tip for you. Let me okay. tell him. Look, honey, don't don't tell that story to anybody else. Why? The fleas like because fleas stay on a dog. There's nothing better than dog for flea. And that's like saying I just sometimes I get a little lysy. These are not things that people get. <laughs> They're not mosquitoes and fleas. Just tuck that one away. They, You're a very clean, wonderful, lovely man. I am no clean, but fleas love me. I don't know why fleas love me. I have no idea. But we would bring him in a house. The whole house got infested with fleas. We had to have a, a guy come in oh. and spray. And when he was spraying, you could see him leaping in front of the spray until they got to the wall. Aye, and there was like aye, hundreds aye, of aye. them on the wall. And he sprayed the wall and they all fell down. And I was, yes, kill them all. That's fucking disgusting. Yes, kill them all. <laughs> and then you continue to live in that house and breathe that air and, and lick that paint. You know, that's great. Kill that's them great. all. Well, why didn't it work? Hold on. Kill them. No, he's doing a sound effect. Kill them all. There Kill you every go. one of them. <laughs> so I have this question. The feel <laughs> the feeling of scratching a mosquito bite is so good. It's pretty much as close to orgasmic as anything else I've ever known. But you can't. What happens if you you scratch them too much and then actually oh, you know they break open? That's the thing. If that's you're the having thing. if you're having sex. That hurts that way because <laughs> you're scratching it and it's it's one too many <laughs> scratches and you're in agony for a second. Um, sex, you're doing sex wrong if that's if that's what you get to. But it feels so good. I'm like moaning. People on the plane are staring at me and they're in the worst places. Like the place where you put your shoe on, right? So the lining of your shoe, the edge of it around your where your foot meets your shoe right there. And I just, I'm scratching. I'm waiting to bleed. Is that really the worst place? Because I can think of a lot of other places I would not like to have a mosquito bite. Um, <sighs> I have them most of the, most of those places too. They're every, 73, John. I told you, 73. It, it's <sighs> ridiculous. I am pocked. I am completely pocked. And Stuart said, maybe it's shingles. And I said, all right, well, you're a doctor and shingles takes like a, a line. So it's it's not shingles. They're, they itch like crazy. I have horrible mosquito bites. And I, I want to know why am I the only person of the four people who were out in the exact same place doing the exact same things that I got eaten beyond recognition? Nothing for you? Nothing, they didn't attack you, Amy? No, and I'm a lot nicer than her. You would think that it's like sugar sweet, that they'd be coming after my fleshy, fleshy body. Nope. She's thin. She's sour. They had t- it was it was pick on Missy Week. I thin think. and pretty. Thin and pretty. So while we were there, while we were there... um. Uh, so the last podcast, we talked about the fact that I have located and one has located me another rescue canine and he is being um, neutered tomorrow and blah, blah, blah. So, neutered? Now? Y- yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. As what? opposed to when? Well, why is it that women just love to cut the nuts off of something before that comes in the house? What is that about? Know. Well, when Stuart marks things in the house, he doesn't do it by urinating on it. And that's what a dog would do. And I, unlike you, who doesn't mind chemicals on the walls and stuff all of dropping dead, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. So we're going to take care of that. But I requested, I put out a, hey, hey, Facebook peeps. I need a new name for my new dog that goes with Brilliant. And Did Jessica you, won. 
I don't think Jessica won. Well, she, had a, it, she had hers was up there. She had a good one. Which what's what's the dog's name going to be? Well, we're not positive yet because oh, here it goes because yeah, we flew home a little bit early and I felt terrible. We left these guests that we invited to go away with us. We left them in our apartment and we we called the airline and we got an earlier flight because my pet sitter called and said one of my current dogs was pretty sick and it's not good and the vet says why don't you come home. And we what? Did. Why did you have to come home? Why couldn't you just get the, the big sleep? Why did you yeah, have to be there? So, so I'm going to say that you're not actually a dog person. And I consider my dogs my kids. And I don't think I would make my children go through the big sleep or do anything, I don't know, surgery-wise or, or big sort of production-wise without me there as a comfort. What, the fly home? Yeah. Listen now. Listen, listen now. This is the kind of thing where... A decision probably was made behind the scenes. Do we even take this trip? Because the dog was ill. So this is someone who is in end of life care. What do we need to do? I think we've got a little more time. Magically, we don't have time. So it wasn't whether or not to come home. It was just pick on Missy Week and the timing fucking sucked. So there you are. So there's 157 comments on this. What you name my dog? Yeah. And some of them are funny as all get out. Yeah, I'm so trying to find the one where Jessica put it in there because I think that hers is brilliant. Hers was Dats. That's brilliant. Yes, a- that's brilliant. The dog should be named Dats. That's because that's because you're from New Jersey, and Dats isn't a word in anywhere any other state than New Jersey. That's brilliant. And part part of the trick here is does it? We used to say when you're naming a child, does it pass the senator test? If you can say, well, Senator Jamingo, if that's okay, <laughs> we're gonna. That's a name that will work for you. Right. So in the case of a canine buddy, you picture yourself standing on your back deck and calling out in loud voice, Dads! Crap! Dads! Crap! Well, you can't use fucking. Correct. (laughs) Correct. But some of them were really good. Some of them were also names that we have already used for our dogs. Right. So it, uh, it came down to today. And today we did earlier today, like an hour and a half ago. So this is, I'm on borrowed time until I lose my mind. But earlier today, we did euthanize our canine. And Stuart then went to work. Here's what he's doing today. He's listening to other people's problems. He's going to work to answer complaints. And I thought, wow, you're an excellent man because I would just tear them a new ass. Oh, yeah, you've got problems. I just fucking killed my best friend of 12 years. So I, I admire the fact that he's He's going out and working and doing his job when he's this upset, and he should sing to me. That's the difference between men and women. Men can push on. Women, well, they get hey, hey, what stuck. the fuck do you think I'm doing right now, my fine-feathered friend? Well, you're whining Back a little. Up. A what? little. A little bit. A little God. whining. Oh, my God. Stop it. <laughs> this is my favorite moment in the entire history of my very long life. I have waited a long time to be able to tell you in the moment, stop it, John. Sometimes the text doesn't get through quick enough, so stop it. I, I, love, the, I love the videos she used to send where she was actually shaking. They were my favorites. <laughs> oh, in the car. Yeah, her car videos of responding to your, your comments. The eyeballs doing the thing like this. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. the stress doll that you squeeze it and the eyeballs. Yeah. So just so you know, we've, I think, narrowed it down to a few names. Dear listener, if you would like to participate in this masturbatory event, you can pop up with your comments if you like the name. Oh, God. Newly Brilliant? No. 
No. Um, Mighty Brilliant. <sighs> Stewart's favorite is Dr. Brilliant because he is Dr. Brilliant is. and he would love to call it Doc. Also, keep in mind, you need nicknames for these names besides the crazy Doc shit I Brilliant. invent. Okay. Um, and the other one was Mostly, and that's Mo. Mo Brilliant? Mo Brilliant is pretty good. <laughs> Isn't that cute? Isn't that cute? I can't yeah, I see you yelling terrible. Doc off the back deck, but Mo. Mo! Hey, Mo. Hey, Mo. You could, you could see that. Yeah. I, I and think that's, I, that's, part of, that's part of how we were trying to kill the idea of Dr. Brilliant. I said, could you really see yourself standing on the back deck screaming, Dr. Brilliant! Dr. Brilliant! Just seems a little ridiculous. And you know then that's, I said, yeah. it would be the same as if we named the dog after Melissa, and you'd be standing there going, thin and pretty, thin and pretty. And she thought, <laughs> well, most dog <laughs> names ridiculous. should be one-syllable names. You need one-syllable names for dogs, just for the same, because you have to scream their names. You don't have the time for more than one syllable. <laughs> Who's John, got time to love an animal? John, I got time for both two syllables and to fly home to be with and comfort my canine. I've got all that time. Yeah, because honestly, I got to say that, you know, the dog's going to come home with no nuts. And then you're supposed to bring it in the house. And he, the dog's going to go looking for his nuts because he had them. How old's the dog? He's three. He's had him for a long time. 21 years to be exact in dog years. And now all of a sudden he has no more nuts. It's even better, John, because we we came home and then we went to get the kids. Stuart drove to camp, picked up the kids, brought them home to say goodbye to him. So it, it was like, not only are we flying home, but we're bringing everybody together. And when they walked in the house, a dog who was just laying there like a like a rug. His tail went crazy. He was so happy to see them. And of course, they smell like musty, like camp, and he just ate them up. So it was a really good thing that we came home early, a really good thing that we got them. And uh, yeah, yeah. It, 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 was, it was horrible, but it was great. It was really good to have them here. Also, for a day, they got to shower, be human again. And then Ethan took back with him a big, huge Costco-sized box of... Twinkies and those cupcakes with the white swirl on top. Can you just taste that swirl right now that I'm talking about it? Can you, taste it? you know, as I'm thinking about the dog, like you bring everybody home and they're like, hey, you know what? Good. You know, buddy, it's okay. Go to the light. It's fine. We already have your replacement. He's getting his nuts cut off right now and he'll be here tomorrow. So it'll yeah. be just like a little slight transition. No big deal. If we had gone to the vet today, we had this conversation. You're not that far from the truth. I said, if it turns out he he just needs two more months, he has more months of care in him, um, I'm not taking that dog. Somebody else will take that dog. It's an incredible canine. You don't you don't see 70-pound, super tall, gorgeous standard poodles just at anywhere for free for the take. They're just not out there. They're $2,000 plus dogs. And this dog just wouldn't breed, so they had no use for him. But I said I won't I won't take him because fairly our current canine, my current child, is my responsibility. So that was that was our plan. And when we went in and the vet was like, uh, wait here on the floor. On this we walked in the room and there was already a blanket on the floor. I'm like, that's never a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. So so I honestly I, I gotta say, and I I I'm gonna I'm gonna say this again. As much money as you spend for that vet, they should come to your house. And put that dog down so you don't have to transport the dog. She offered to drive me home because we were both like a hot mess. And she's like, "Do you? can I take you home? Oh, no, honey, I, I'll drive home. And again, even though I'm a delicate woman, I fucking pulled it together and drove home and sat down 30 minutes later to record a podcast. And 
even though we're so and, delicate. And send your other dog to have its nuts cut off so it can be here tomorrow. Thin and pretty, thin and pretty. <laughs> Good Lord. And let's be honest, doesn't your car drive itself? I mean, but still, I'm, it is a wonderful opportunity that she said I would take you home. Yeah, that was... Or to the cleaners. They're, oh. I, she's great. I love her. Good job. Yeah. Speaking of taking you to the cleaners, Amy has a theory on how people spend their money. Really? I can't wait to I hear do. this. Just one. Just one. I'm <laughs> glad you asked. <laughs> Anytime, Amy. It's just your, your, I, th- oh, we just throw okay. it to you. We just That's your oh, cue, baby girl. That's your cue. There we go. So we're in Florida. I have this handbag. I haven't used it a lot. It's bright yellow leather, but it's not really leather. I'm wearing it all around, so excited, so happy, and I keep getting all of this stuff on me. I don't get it. I don't get it. And I realize the handles of the handbag are flaking off because not only is it not leather, whatever pleather-like object it was at one time has somehow dry rotted from lack of use in my (laughs) closet. So I'm wandering around on the surface of the sun with this bright yellow bag that is molting all over me, all over the floor, everywhere. And Melissa keeps saying, you should just go buy a bag let's just go there's there's a we're in florida where else are there going to be outlet stores let's please we'll go to the mcfancy pants outlet store and spend a million dollars and get a three million dollar bag let's go do it and i'm there's no way none of those were my words none of those were my words there is an outlet store a coach outlet across the street from us and yes i said let's go to coach and let's see what they have i can't do it I can't do it. I can't. What am I going to spend money on a bag? First of all, the one that I have that's that's not serviceable in any way, I still brought it all the way home. I didn't throw it out at the airport as I should have done. Still here. I'll probably hang it up in the closet and use it. Why? (laughs) Because she likes that that chartreuse pleather breaking down all over her clothes. It's a beautiful bag. Like, it's a great size. It's it's that's what she likes about it. It holds everything. Yeah, but it's got psoriasis and it's flaking it all over the house. It does. It does. That's exactly what it has. Boy, did you call that perfectly? Here's the difference. Do Why you don't remember you rub some when cream you, on it? Uh, do you remember when you fixated on that Junior's cheesecake and you paid? I want to say seventy six dollars for a like whole that. cheesecake yeah. to come to you. And at a certain point, you're like, "Fuck you, seventy six dollars. It's the cheesecake. Get in my belly." Right. You don't give it a thought. Yeah. Right. But I wouldn't keep the cheesecake around until it was, while it was flaking off and it would be time to get rid of it. It, but, it has a time. Oh, yeah, but you're not going to pay $76 for a pair of jeans. No. Well, maybe. I got you, Jamingo. That's I, the difference. Well, the difference is I, that, you know, I'm a big guy and, you know, I shop in a big and tall and they just, they just hold a gun up and say, hey, fatso, this is what your jeans cost. It's not like I can First, go to Kmart and or somewhere else and shop value I, shop. I question I question the customer service at the store where you shop. Right. Number one. Secondly, who's going to pay that kind of? I just I can't pay that kind of money. I'm I'm so weirdly maybe it's not weird. Super crazy cheap about things of permanence. But things that are go out with friends for a meal and it's 70, it's, we're all getting the same, you know, someone comes around with a spear with meats on it and they want you to pay $90 a head. And I'm like, do it. And we're going to do 16 more plus drinks. They come in a coconut. So they're $26. I don't even, uh, ching, 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 let that roll. I don't care. I'll work an extra job to make that happen. But when it comes to a molting bag, 
I feel like I can get another trip out of it. I'm the, I'm the opposite of that completely because that bag, that pair of jeans that you are going to wear, sometimes I will have a pair of shoes that I spent money on that are so comfortable, but I probably a little more expensive. Every time I wear them, I half the price of what I paid for it. And then I feel like if I've worn it 10 times, it was this much per wear. And then they're paying me after a while, maybe even sleeping them for a while. But wear them, the more you use it, the more I'm willing to spend money on it. I have some T-shirts that I've washed so many times that they actually have like holes in the sleeves and I won't throw them out. Well, that's because I'm just down here podcasting and nobody can see me and no one cares. Those are my favorite shirts, John. They're so comfortable. Yeah. So I can understand it. But you're you're walking around with this. Shedding. Yeah. Well, not only that, but it's a bag that's supposed to look like it's worth some money. And it's like, oh, my God, look at this bougie broad. Look at this bougie broad with this knockoff bag that's flaking all over the place. Holy cow. Meanwhile, if you had had gone to Coach and you had gotten that bag and something crazy like that happened, you go back to Coach and they give you a new bag. You're going to take that back to place of purchase. Coach has a guarantee on their stuff you're gonna take that bag back to wherever you got it and they're gonna say well what the fuck did you expect jackal expect this is what you get when you how much is a coach bag uh, even at the knockoff i mean even knockoff even how much isn't bad coach isn't bad it could range well i got i was talking about going to the outlet coach could go up to i don't want to go there you can get a coach bag anywhere from 48 dollars to 1248 dollars but Nobody's getting the one of a kind 1200 and the most you'll probably spend is 320 on a bag and that is not at the outlet cuz at the outlet nothing is that expensive unless you got a briefcase. No, nope, I don't even think that. Everything is discounted and cheap at an outlet. You know, it's funny. I've had the same wallet now for probably 15 years and every time I go to look at another wallet I'm like, I can get a couple more years out of this one. But it's not flaking. It's not fl- it's like like when I take it out of my pants it's not like stuff falling off of it. Yeah, she spent the whole time wiping stuff off her shoulder. And I'm like, what are you? Come do you on. Have, do you have dandruff? Is where's it your, dandruff? Amy, where's your self-respect? Come on. I don't, I don't have any of that. But listen, it's not just usable objects. It's, it's weird, everyday things. It's even a movie at home. I won't rent a movie for four ninety nine. Yeah, but you go out even and buy a Even $3.99 is too much. But you'll you know? go to Starbucks go and buy a coffee for $7 or $6 or whatever they pay, whatever you pay for that swill that they sp- I won't do that. When have you ever been successful in talking to somebody about how they spend their money? Never. When have you never because people are so quirky about what they will and won't spend their money on. When people say to me things like, "What do you mean you can't afford to send your kids to that college? Your husband drives a fucking Tesla." And I say, "Well, that is exactly why I can't afford to send my kids to that college because my husband drives it." No, but I have I have a desire to send my kids to grad school as well and and I'm trying to save like so I have a plan in my head but nobody's head plan is the same as anybody else's head plan. I get a kick out of parents to say, "Well, I want to send my kids to grad school." How do you know they want to go? I want they to want be to go. A- I want to be able they don't want to work. I want to be able to. How what about do you that? mean they You're don't right. want to work? What does that mean that they don't want to work? How does it, that's the thing you should be doing. Forget sending them to college, get them to want to work. Yeah. Why would you you write a book on that? Write a book on that. How do I do that? I'm doing it right now. I gave my daughter 30 days. I gave my daughter 30 days notice. If she don't get her shit together, she's fired. 
Mm-hmm. She's yeah. gonna have to go work at that pants store where they're really mean to the customers. That's no kind of life for her. Tyler. Yeah, but she's well trained at this point for working there because her father told her she had thirty days or she's fucking fired. Listen, I gave her time after time to try to figure. You know, I said I, I gave her a list of things to do and she refuses to do it. Why? Because dad comes and cleans up after after her and does what she won't do. And I said, listen. Stop. Stop it, John. Stop it. Is this the same daughter who in a previous podcast helped you and then, you know, got stressed out yes. and maybe didn't complete a task on time and you sat her down and said, listen up, Tootsie, I'm going to smack your face. Is that the one? No, I no. What it's So what it is, is that I treat her like I would treat any other employee, because guess what? She's not going to be working here for with me forever. And she's going to have to go out and, and work for another person. And if she thinks she can get away with this with another employer, she's going to find herself fired. Our well, job as parents are learn is to, when we our job as parents is to teach our children how to be gainfully employed. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. That's one of the jobs, yeah. <laughs> and not to, and not to get pregnant before marriage. <laughs> Fill up her head with knowledge. Be a contributor to the world. Grow to her potential. Oh, she's getting knowledge, right? trust me. This is Find all joy. free. Find joy. Don't worry, I, be happy. I can't treat my customers i was up until three o'clock in the morning editing so i could make deadlines for today okay because if i didn't then i would not be able to do what we're doing now because shows had to be out so i don't have a choice i have deadlines to meet she had deadlines to meet one of the reasons i was up till three o'clock in the morning is because she gave me shows late and then i have to finish them up so what i'm saying here is when you you have kids and you're going to send them to college and stuff like that you got to find out what they really want to do instead of spending all that money and they have this education that they really aren't even going to use. Agreed. It's like, Can you talk to Ethan for me? It's like getting a bag that flakes and not getting another bag. <laughs> Listen, Flake. It's like just having to a circle kid back who on flakes. That, just to circle back on that, you don't have a child problem. You have an employee problem. Right. I just she's, said that. She's, but, but my point to you is it's not a problem with her as the child and her education, lack of education, motivation, lack of motivation. She's not fulfilling the expectation you have as her employer. Exactly. And da- dare I say, Jiming, you're allowing it by being up till three in the morning instead of saying, that's it. You're out. I'm not going to be your boss. I'm not going to be your landlord. You're not the boss that's of me. why she got to talk today. That's why she got to talk today. All right. Why, all right. you paying all right, attention? All right. All right. My question is, no, 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 why no. Wasn't... It's, it's, you've been talking about this for a bit, darling. So this meaning before today, uh, I, I'd like to know everything why you she, do is right. Why is she not the one who is up to three in the morning? That's what I want to know. That's it. Because why wasn't she the one batting cleanup and not you? I'm too tired to edit. She can't do it. You don't, she I was, I was, I had to get up and drink coffee and walk around. I'm too so tired to pay you. This is your job. This is what I pay you for. Guess what? This is your commitment. Get in the fucking dungeon. No. The podcast dungeon and edit. Well, I, you know, I had had a talk with Samantha and she said to me, the problem with you is you're a people pleaser and you let people walk over you. She said, you should have welcome tattooed on your back. Okay. We'll see you later, Sam. Wow. But she's, she's right, though. She's absolutely right. No. I do. I do that a lot. Yes, I do. People give me stuff even, you know, yes. Professionally, he is a pleaser. Socially and personally, go fuck yourself. That's not true. Okay. Uh, somebody's knocking at your door and you're not wearing pants. And they didn't call first. Take a look. Bitches. Oh, sorry. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that to them. Oh, although the other day, you I, did. What's that? You did. So who not? Who came over without calling first? And you're like, too bad. Leave. Oh, get a phone. That's true. It was my cousin. You dead bolted your son away. It, yeah. it was my cousin. He uh, 
He he comes in the door. That's because he he didn't want to get his phone, and he was torturing me because he didn't want to get his phone, and that wasn't happening. The popover, you have zero tolerance. So for I, I social don't. and for social things, zero tolerance. But yes, you are pushy ovary when it ovary. <laughs> you are pushy ovary when it comes to ovary brilliant. No, that's wrong. Yes. Overly, no, that's wrong too. I'm just testing them I'm all. I'm going to have my ovary mo- removed in the next month or so. Then you'll be a candidate to be a really yes. Mm-hmm. How are you going to do that? How are you going to become I'm more assertive? Set and- expectations, right. and when those expectations aren't met, then there's going to be consequences. Well, it's not perfect. That easy. Here's a perfect example. This one person who's a client, she's supposed to have audio to me Sunday night, so she can have it out by Wednesday. It's always now it went to Monday. Now it's I, I don't have time to do this. I'm going to send it to you tomorrow. So that means. I have to figure. I have to stop what I'm doing, push everything aside to get this out. And I said, "That's no problem. The show will be out Friday." She goes, "Well, my 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 release date is Wednesday." I said, "Your release date is Wednesday when I get the audio on Sunday. When yeah, I get it deadline. on yeah, when I get it on Monday. Now your release date is Friday." Right. When you make your deadline, I make mine. When right. you say go fuck the deadline, I say go fuck the deadline. And she's like, "Well, can I get what? What can I do to get it done by Wednesday?" You, and I said. Can- Turn back time. No, I said, I said, well, I said, if, if you want to pay an expediting fee of yeah, rush that. charge. Exactly. And then she's, you know what she said? It can go out Friday. Ah, look at that. Because nobody can tell her how to spend her money. But I'll lose and that. Then she, I will lose that client. Will you really? Yeah, yeah I will. Yeah, of course. Because you know what happens? That's what I was just getting ready to say. It's never that easy when you're in this kind of a business where you're the caboose of the creative product, you always get screwed. When you're a creative pair in advertising, when you're the art director, everybody spends all this time, think, 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 and then it comes down to, okay, now let's execute. See ya, we're going to Chick-fil-A or wherever the hell we're going. Yeah, they, we're used going up, the not, they used up all the time on the project with all the creative, and now Deadline you're- Deadline doesn't move. Right. Yep. And now Launch and doesn't now, move. Right, they grease it up and they bend you over and they shove it clean up your- Well, this took a turn. That sounds Um, very uncomfortable. It is. Not going (laughs) to lie. That sounds super, super uncomfortable. Um, I, on the other hand, Amy, would rather drink at home than spend that $21 on a drink in a coconut. Um, And I would like to have a nice bag that lasts forever that my daughter then inherits that doesn't fall apart and swipe, swipe on your shoulder. So, uh, and again, we're just different creatures that way. Um, although my dream is to really just have the money for all of those things and not have to pick which ones that you want to spend on and which ones that you have to say no to. I want that. I want that car planche. Oh, wait, my, I'm going to channel my mom car planche. Oh, by the way, you hear, you want a Sharon story? Guess who this dead, guess who this dead dog is happening to? Oh, what? I know who. Yeah. Yeah. So it's happening to my mother and not to me. She couldn't sleep. She doesn't know what to do with herself. So I. It's I'm, not even her dog. Correct. So it's crazy. not even in the same vicinity. Tri-state area. Yeah. 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 So I just thought I will call her when I'm I'm less profoundly depressed. But uh, yeah. I would even call her at all. I'd send her a picture of her new grand dog. Oh. So I, my carte blanche, yeah, that was my mom's, my impression. I can't speak French. I Did apologize. you get a chance to see her when you were down in Florida? No. No, no? No. We're uh, two and a half hours from there across oh, the state, okay. and we were with friends. And I said, if you'd like to join us for dinner one night, LMK, like I would be happy to take you out for dinner. 
just join in if you'd like. And I was assumed that Amy and Brian would have said, fuck that. We're going to go out on our own. You spent time with your parents. Oh, no, I would definitely go to that dinner. John, I think you should. When she comes up for somebody's graduation in two years, then you should definitely come out to dinner with us. Oh, I'm going to work on my French. You should. Um, <laughs> she would sit. She would sit on your lap if you were speaking French. I would. I would let her. <laughs> yes, you would. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes, you would. <laughs> I would get all the stories. Really? You know, I got to see Amy a few times over the past couple of months because she spends a lot of time traveling for her kids' lacrosse tournaments. I know there are a lot of people out there who are in this culture of of tournament. Um, uh, tournament culture. You go all over the country sometimes. Sometimes they are just, what are they, up to nine hours of driving across your either the coast or the state or however far they go. I don't get it. And maybe it's because my kids gave up sports at a certain age and picked up music or picked up, I don't know, masturbating, whatever it is. They let one thing go and picked up another and I lucked out and don't have to do it. But I got to meet some of her friends and they're really nice people. And I feel like, you know, maybe I should have pushed my kids a little more instead of letting them. Yeah, you know, it's a shame they don't have masturbation tournaments around the country. I think they would fill up you quite fast. stadium. Yeah. Right. You... <laughs> just, just for the voyeuristic part, if only. If right. only for the voyeuristic part. So, okay. So now I know why Amy can't afford a bag. Because she's spending all our money yeah. driving and, and, and hotels and cheap fast food and everything yes, for tournaments. Yes, it's a fortune for, for sure the is. swag you get, for the uniforms, for the, oh my God, the equipment, the hotels, the food at hotels, the going out with 60 people and, and all of that stuff. And, and she when she's traveling, she also started to tell me a story this weekend and I said, save it, um, that she runs into every all kinds of people when she stops off the, ro- off the route, off the highway. Well, it's the weirdest thing. When you travel around a lot by car, you just, you, you're always ending up in the same kinds of places at the same time of day. So you are in a Starbucks in the morning in a particular city and everybody in that Starbucks looks like that city looks or that little place looks. And it's not the weirdest leap to think that everybody in their mommy yoga pants with the jogging stroller and the kids who are going to college, like you you get a picture of the place by the patrons who are in there. That, that doesn't seem that strange, but the more that we do this repetitive intercoastal drive away, long distance car trip travel, you really start to see the strangest picture in West Virginia. You stop in a gas station and you can immediately tell the entire community by the people who are not just working at the gas station, but the patrons who are coming in and out of the gas station. They all look the same and it's not the clothes. They have the same face. They have the same hair. They have the same walk. It's bizarre, which is different than the ones that you see two hours up the road or by the mountains or in the city. And it's not a class thing. We've got some friends in Maine who have a derogatory term they use for all of the people in Massachusetts. They they talk about it the same way. You can spot somebody from Massachusetts. Go, John, go. <laughs> I'm just saying. You mean they don't, they don't, that's horrible that they would take and talk about somebody in a derogatory way because of their, <laughs> that's horrible. Who are these people? And there's your gift with purchase. So they call them mass holes, which they didn't invent, but it's, you get, you're getting an idea. Well, I mean, we're all from the Northeast region. We love and adore Philadelphia. We know that Philly fans are maybe not the best people in the world. Sure they are. 
throw snowballs at Santa Claus with rocks in. We know who we are. But at a certain point, you got to embrace it, right? But you That's also, right. you could pick, you could pick out a Philly fan on site. And it's not the stumbling drunk, greased pole, green t-shirt. Like you can, there's a look. Well, there's yeah, a physical geographic look. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it is. I, I, I almost disagree with you because I say that you can get a sports fan like a football fan, and then not and put them in white T-shirts and blue jeans, and you could take one from Philadelphia, one from New York, and one from Boston, line them up, and you could not tell them apart. And they you all not, want to kill uh, each other. You could, you, wait, could you, you, you could just you can't match them with the cities. They all look the same. Lies. Wait. Now they, they, not that they didn't talk. They can't talk. They just you just look at. Uh, them. That's what I'm gonna say. But they have a face. You could see their face, and they're going to stand there. And you could put st- – they could make facial expressions. Like you could put stimuli in front of them. You could tell by looking. Oh, yeah, right. You could right. totally pick out somebody from Philadelphia by looking. Well, I mean – Different than you could pick out somebody from the North uh, – what are they, New England. Right. See, so what you would do is you'd put up a picture of Tom the Brady. The uppers. And the Boston guy would have a chubby. And so that would be that. <laughs> she, said they have a, she said they have a face, not mm. a penis. They do. They do. Yeah. The, the, the men up in Boston, they love Tom Brady. They, everybody in Boston yes. loves Tom sure. Brady. You know what's weird, though? Um, Amy's husband is an enormous Michigan fan, and he never went there, and he just grew up, and he was raised on, I mean, college football. College football. Yeah, rooting for Michigan. It's just his thing. Yeah, it was just his thing. And you can't look at him and see, oh, I, well, I guess you can because all of his clothes say Michigan. And he only wears maize and blue. So, yeah, I guess you could see that. But, um, and yes, those are their colors. Could you imagine if blue. one of the, your sons was an Ohio State fan? Holy mackerel. It's not allowed. Okay. No, it's not allowed. I can't believe you just said that because I went out to lunch. Amy was napping. I went out to lunch with Stuart and Brian, and the, somebody walks in wearing an Ohio State shirt, and he lost his shit. He's like, don't you fucking sit near us. I'm like, oh, my God, I've never <laughs> seen you raise your voice, show a temper. He has three sons. I've never seen him lose his temper. I've never seen – I mean, it's unbelievable how, how quickly he – the light switch flipped and he was like, kill Ohio State. Yeah, it's like Dallas Cowboy fans for us, for me. Same thing. We grew up with a hatred of them. And I'm a Giants fan, so it's everybody else. Right. Exactly. I'm a New Yorker, so it's everybody that's not a New Yorker. Now, Amy, where did you and grow up at? You're not from Delaware. North- oh, you, you are from Delaware. No. Delaware, born and raised, baby. Newark, D.E. Okay, so you're... The whole time. But you're in no man's land there because you're not close enough to Baltimore. Uh, easy. Easy. And we're in the perfect locale. Well, I'm not Listen, saying that, but I'm saying we're one hour, one hour from Philadelphia and Baltimore, two hours from DC, and three hours from New what's, York. What's there? New York. Mostly, Master. mostly Delaware people Speed are up. Phillies fans. They are, they are Eagles, Phillies. They, they swarm to Pennsylvania. Okay. Teams. Yeah, I understand that part of it. When you say that's true, when you say that's true, Amy. Yeah. Yeah, that, well, that's what's that's our media coverage. Everything is local to Philly. We're treated like right. a suburb of Philly, right? Except for Brian, who likes Michigan. Ask Big Joe Biden. Ask Big Joe Biden. He'll tell you. Oh, Uncle Hansy. He's up the street. Stop it. Yeah, he's yeah. a wonderful man. Stop it. He kissed his daughter on the ma- his granddaughter on the mouth on the lips. Who does that? 
Everybody. No. Do you not have affection? No, my, you My don't. kid's grandfather. Yeah. He, I mean, they... they Stop what? it. What's the matter? That's Where are you from, John? Inappropriate. We, we, like to, we like to... Come on. I'm going to come You give on. them a cheek. You give them a cheek. You don't kiss your oh. granddaughter on the mouth. Ah, uh, they didn't make out. You stop it right now. Ugh. Good Lord. That one I, I don't understand. I, I didn't even hear it before, but what's the big deal? You don't, what's the matter? You kiss your father. What's the matter? You're not going to have, you I don't kiss, kiss my father. I never kissed my father on the lips. I kissed him on the cheek, the forehead. When I, was, when I was little and I kissed my father because I haven't seen my father in years. Um, yeah, I guess we kissed on the lips like a peck. Really? Yeah, peck on the lips. I think uh, so. Makes me uncomfortable. I think so. It's a little Did sexual. I? Oh, not at all oh sexual. My. That is gross. You just made it <laughs> sexual. That's gross. Sorry. That's how I feel. Is she hot? No. Nope. <laughs> Who? My grandmother? So, no, no, his I'm granddaughter. The whole thing is so ridiculous. How yeah, yeah, his grand. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put I'll put it out there. His granddaughter was like a like an eight. She was she was very attractive. Yeah, why. I do like You're that you really evaluated close. her. Of course, you I do. asked you asked him to, but I like that you evaluated her. I'm a man. We of course um, we evaluate. Um, Women do too. No, not your own kinfolk. No, but. He's not your kinfolk. So in other words, if a guy was walking up, I'd say, give him a number, one to ten. You would look and you would have a number within that's 30 seconds. To be honest with you, I've never done no, that. But I will. I will. If you want me to, I will. But I've never done that. Yeah, I've got to be honest with you. It, it, well, it's not automatic. The way that you're describing it to me, I perceive you saying that everyone that you encounter, your your subconscious mind somehow has already put them into a okay, I get your number, I know where you are. I don't I don't do that unless they're hot. When somebody is gives you the zing and you look at them, I'm not giving them a number, but I've acknowledged, oh yes, this is where I'll be looking from now. There's possi- that happens. There's possibilities. But, the, but but anything short of like the the one percent club at the very top, it doesn't register. You, I don't look at. I'm not even right. You're really I aware. Will, your gonna, eye will be drawn to somebody who is exceptionally attractive. But gonna, other than that, yeah. there's a vat of people that we all fall into. Other than that, I'm going to prove both of you wrong right now. Here we go. Do it. I'm going to name oh, a is person. There, is there a visual? Yeah. Now I'm going to name a person. Is this you like give Jeopardy? me a, give me a number one to ten. Tom Hanks. Okay. Tom Hanks. Zero. Is there like something less than? He's not attractive. He's Tom Hanks. Okay, so he's Tom Hanks. Okay, uh, Brad Pitt. He's your friend. He's he's Mr. Rogers. I can't keep. Is, did I misspoke? Is Tom misspeak? Tom, is Tom Cru- Hanks right, here, like? Let's go with to another be- Tom. Let's go with Tom Cruise. <laughs> zero point zero. Zero point zero for Tom Cruise. Yes, she hates Tom Cruise. I hate Tom Cruise. He's, he's am I allowed tiny. to grade on a curve for the height? If I if I can get around yeah. the height requirement, he, okay. Uh, yeah, that's an eight. Okay. Uh, how about Chris D'Elia, the comedian? I don't know who that is. He was he's on a comedian. I'll give him a 10. <laughs> Puts himself out there every is. day. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who he is. I'm sure he's great. I think I've seen his face. I think Melissa's like, this is the one. He he's was in the show Watch. Whitney. Say, he played oh. her. He played her boyfriend in the TV show Whitney. He played her boyfriend. And undateable. And we oh, found out this he weekend was undateable. That- that Amy never saw or heard of Undateable. And I said, find it, because it was a live show, and it was funny as fuck. I liked it, it was, a lot. It was okay. Oh, I loved the thought that they did a live show again. I really enjoyed that. And they had a band play every once in a while. It was great. I liked it a lot. And hmm. you should appreciate that they had a um, a flat Ronnie from Howard Stern in the audience when they panned <laughs> to the audience all the time. That was hilarious. Oh, it's good times. Um, yes. So I'm not. I didn't give you numbers for those people because you gave picked bad people. 
They're weird. They're weird. There's, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, it's fun. Everybody was, starts with Tom. I was trying to think of uh, hot guys, and for some reason, I just couldn't come up with any well, on the fly. I don't know why. Watch. Amy, name hot guys. Thor. What's his name? Chris yeah. Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. That's sure. That checks out. He's, he's a douche. I mean, I don't know that he is. He seems like douche. he is. He does. He has I, a he video. Might- Search YouTube. He has a video where he is dancing with his dog and his daughter to my his sister in law's song "Wrecking Ball," and the fact that he is playing with and he can't dancing be a douche. With, he he's can't perfect. be a douche. Yep. He's perfect. So he he's can't a ten. Be a douche. So that's Liam. That's his brother. That's the one that's married to Miley Cyrus. Right. But Chris is Chris, the one that plays. Chris is Thor. right, but Chris is the one. Right, but he was. Chris is the one who was dancing to Liam's oh. wife's song. Yeah, and Got he's it. they're they're both pretty sweet looking, but Chris is way cuter. Mm. Ten. Ten. Perfect ten. Yeah, because he's You know who I like? That guy, the guy who's always, uh, yes. there's that black and white picture of him in the five guys, and he's got the dog and the big jacket. I'm sure he's an actor, and he does a lot of things. His name is also Tom Hardy. His name is Tom Hardy. Isn't that his name? No, Tom Hardy's a douche. Isn't Tom Hardy a douche? Well, maybe I'm This guy who- looks like he might roll you in the parking lot. This guy. Oh. See, maybe I'm wrong. Is maybe that, you women, what, maybe you women don't think of men as his sexual objects when they're. He was. He was the. Stop it, John. He was the. Uh, he was the in Mad Max. I don't have my arm. He was the one who was great. What's his name? God, I have no idea what you're talking I don't about. Know. I, I, don't know. I haven't watched Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. Give me another her. movie. He's got to be in something else. Now she's a nine. He's what? Or, Who's a ten? Who is a ten in your book? If Charlize Theron. Wait a minute. The pinnacle of perfection is. I don't know if there's ever a ten. You always got to leave room for somebody better. Oh, what? Come on, she's as close. That doesn't. She's as close to it as a ten that there is. I am officially going to be mean to you in the pants store. There is somebody that's a ten. Find her now. Well, I mean, I have my. I have my own. Give me a thirty. I have my own tens. Like Sandra Bullock's a ten for me. Oh. Oh, wow. Yes. Really? That's my 10, yeah. Sandra, Sandy Bullock is higher than Charlie. I didn't say that. For me, for me, she's like my 10. He's got a girl next door thing. I do. I do have a girl next door thing. He likes thing. that. He likes that. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's my, that's my jam. All right. Very good. Ooh. I like that you made it your jam. That's mm-hmm. even better. <clears throat> hey, guys. This is so charming. It, I love it. It is. And I'm not saying women don't objectify men uh, that never came out of my mouth I, I do but i do it internally um i don't i don't do it on the everyday basis like on the everyday basis i'm doing stuff and if like amy said somebody exceptional crossed my path i might notice and i also feel like i have face blindness so i don't really somebody could be like <laughs> melissa we met a thousand times i'm like sure we did how do i know you um, but I, I don't, I wouldn't do it at Starbucks. I wouldn't do it wherever I go out. But if, if we were out and we were, I don't know, we saw together and you said, Hey, look there, I would definitely throw a number if you asked me to. Right. There's some Something girls feels that, really, I was going to say guys have face blindness too. They don't even, sometimes they don't even notice a woman has a head. I didn't even notice she had a face, Melissa. Right. That's not what I was looking at. Like yeah, Ashley, Ashley Graham to me is a 10. Ashley Graham, and she's like they call her a plus size model. I don't know who that is. I'm sure she's beautiful. She is. She's very beautiful. She is beautiful. Well, she's a ten. I'm, I'm told. So I'm that's a, she's my ten. Yes. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think Sandy Why Bullock is a ten. Why do you keep saying that? My Why 10? do you keep saying my my ten? Your ten because is that's, a ten. That's what. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, other the guys, whole thing I, is so juvenile. Right. I mean, you're the one who's in charge of what the ten is. Exactly. So could, right. 
Yeah, it's my 10. Well, I always say there's also there's uh, I've also said that there's California numbers and I knew it was coming. New Jersey numbers, too. Well, he's there's, there's a West Virginia 10, <laughs> West Virginia three. There's a West Virginia no. 10. It's it's a four with six million dollars. That's no. what a 10 is. <laughs> a West Virginia oh, eight West is like Virginia. a California oh. three. So, hey, no offense, West Virginia. We, uh, dear listener, if you're from West Virginia, write to John. Yeah, West, I'm telling you right now, nobody from West Virginia listens to us. I guarantee it. They barely have <laughs> so phones. Okay. Or at least any more. <laughs> if they right. once did, they sure as fuck don't now. Mm. That's okay. We'll miss you, West Virginia. We lost Maine. We lost West Virginia. Only 48 states left to, uh, we to only piss lost, off. We only lost one couple in Maine. And I guarantee you they still listen. They hate listen because of me. They do. I, I don't know. I think they're... You don't have that kind of power, Jimmy. Oh, I do. Listen, I do want to come back to this other idea that you were saying. It's the objectification that happens that we're talking about is invited. It's a part of the careering for the people. Everyone that you mentioned, it's not like you're saying as if we could even do this in such a way of our, of our social group in the podcasting right. world. Let's talk about six people. These are people who are graded by their peers, who are graded by the box office, who are quite literally graded by their paid agencies as a to look a certain way right. and as- to be ranked. So it's, I feel, I really don't, have any kind of angst by saying, yes, I concur, you're super hot, or I don't know, see what people are seeing in you, whoever you are. They've but that's very career. different than I walked into the, into the Macy's, you know, and here's this guy wearing a shark skin suit and wants to come up and talk to me or something. This, we've already got several problems. But it's, I, don't, I don't start with trying to figure out what number they are. And I get the feeling that maybe what you're saying is you perceive that folks with a dangling dick might do that automatically, that the number is just always there. I think so. There, I mean, there's some women that people th- find very attractive that I think are skanky. I think like, you're putting a lot of thought into it. I think it's either I do her or I wouldn't do her. I don't think men are that complicated where they're taking out their abacus and picking a fucking number. They're like, I'd nail her, I wouldn't nail her. And the list, they're, the I'd right. nail her list is super fucking long. And the I wouldn't touch her with a 10-foot pole is super fucking brief. So and that's I the top love... Of my- at the top of my list would be Gwyneth Paltrow. Don't get her started. Don't get her started. We are an hour in. Do not get her started. Amy, all right. Dear listener, Amy has very strong feelings about Gwyneth, and I hope to invite her back for her second episode. Is it really she- that? I bet you it's no more than five minutes. No, I'm not, not going to touch that third rail. Oh. She's great. And if you're going to stop it, have your way with her, have fun. Oh, so we're all, we're all hanging out and in sanitize after in hot soup um, in the pool. And Brian she has a dirty claim, isn't she? Brian tells me that Amy only has hate for one human in the entire world. Hate fire like he's never seen before and no one should ever see again. And I said, I, I can't imagine Amy having hate that way. Um, and it is the truth. She hates Gwyneth Paltrow. And to get her started would be a mistake only because it is um, all-encompassing. It is scary. It's it's like me with – what's his name? I'm being very reserved. I'm being very reserved. I'm being very reserved. I'm being very reserved. I'm going to tamp it down. I'm going to hold it in. And here is why. Melissa is a friend of the Paltrow. So I will, out of respect – Why? I mean, what does she do that she – why is she – Melissa, a friend of the Paltrow. That I can't say, but I'm not going to disrupt that on this 
sacred, painful day of all days. <laughs> I, res- I respect her on a human level. She is living her life in the public, which she has chosen to do as weird and quirky as, as creatives are. And it, you don't understand. Amy has a book she's written about how and why <laughs> she hates Gwyneth Paltrow. Dear listener, if you are interested in hearing the genesis of this and the volumes she's actually <laughs> she's actually written about this, do write us at I don't know brilliant I observations. I want to have her back to find out what it, this is all about because it's like the guy that I can't think of cliffhanger the news anchor guy. What's oh, Will Farrell. Will, Will Farrell. Ron Burgundy. I can't yes. stand what? Will Farrell. Oh, that's right. Oh, I He's the at you most so hard un- in my car. Funniest guy I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life. You're just you're wrong. It's and the truth. He's terrible. Stop. Unfunny God. What? Not one yuck. What? How? Who? Nothing. Who? How, who? Not- <laughs> I say who. I say who. I say when. I say how much. I, I say, say who. I say who. <laughs> Look it, look it, look it, look it, look it. He is funny. Ugh. He is, I will I will even tell you, he is so funny, he becomes good looking, and I've seen him. Yeah. Yes. The only, yes. The only one thing that he's ever done he that I like that. is the cowbell thing. The cowbell uh, skit on that. Saturday Night Live is the funniest thing he's that ever done. That was all done. Chris. That was all Chris Walken. You need more cowbell. He's the one that really sold it. John, not even Elf. Ugh. A universally adored by little Jewish children, little Christian children, all children adore the movie Elf. It Can't is- even watch it. That there's a guy that just sickens me. What? I, yeah. Oh lord. Is Absolutely. It, is it the pubes he has on his head? Is that oh. what does it? It's just his. Those are, those, those are okay. He's everything. Is he? He overacts everything. He over. He's such an overactor. Good God. Okay, but what about John Kerry? John Kerry? You mean the uh, presidential candidate? No, or- not John Kerry. John, um, she doesn't mean John. She means... Yes. Yes, I do. No, I hope you don't. <laughs> John no, Kerry? Who are we talking about? The pet detective. The crazy man. Oh, uh, it's Jim, not John. Jim, Jim, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey. John Carrey. Right. The world's yeah, he's biggest another, he's another over. Oh, my God. The two of you with names and words. I, I mean, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> this is what happens when you get to be... This is what happens when you get to be a certain age. You get things That's close. It. I don't know if I'm even allowed to say this. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but when you say a certain age, tomorrow's a really big birthday for Amy. It's tomorrow. Bing, bing. Which is, is she the big five zero? She is. Woo! Yeah, see, that's yeah, nothing wrong with, well, although it is the downside. I mean, that is really the downs. That's way. Not up. for Amy. Amy is just getting started. That's it. You think. I'm going to be. You think at 50. 200. Yep. But see. To, I'm so good at math. I know how long I'm going to be. Yo, all that ain't true. Long. She sucks at math. That ain't true at all. <laughs> I don't care for birthdays. You're not the boss of me, age. I know what I can do. Right. Sort of. Just so you know. Jim I K- cannot buy a purse. If you. <laughs> I make my choices. If you follow Jim Carrey, he is very funny um, and he is very bright <laughs> and he is. He is very interesting to follow. Um, does he overact in all of those movies? Yes. Is that the reason I haven't made them force family fun yet? Because he's kind of annoying and all of that. I'm going to make my ass talk kind of thing. Yes. But <laughs> but if you were as a currently, if you were to follow him politically, I don't know if it's on Twitter or wherever he's 
spout. He has a YouTube channel. He puts stuff out. He is really funny. He's a keeper. You know why he's really funny? Because he's a liberal. That's why he's funny. If he was a conservative, you would find him disgusting. Are there no funny conservatives? I'm uh, asking. Surely, surely there are. I know there are. Absolutely there are. I am available to um, sample their humor if you would like to share with me an example of a funny <laughs> conservative. Well, I would go. There's a um, Bridget uh, Fetisy is a comedian. She also has a podcast. She's, she's funny and she's concerned. Well, you know what? The lines have been moved so much. I don't even know what she is anymore. I, I would probably, you know, 10 years ago, she would be a liberal. But now who knows? The lines have moved so much. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, it's a shit show out there. It's a complete shit show out there. If you're going to be funny, I don't care if you're conservative. I don't care if you're liberal. I appreciate you for mocking and being funny and, and being smart funny. That's my favorite. So keep yeah. putting it out there. Yeah. See, I, I like people that attack both sides. That's my funny. I like people that are actually like, you know what? There's they're, they're just two sides of one monster. That's what they are. Right. The fucked up politics is that monster. Exactly. Right. Uh, um, before we go, I want to ask you, I had violent hiccups for the last 48 hours. What the fuck is with being a 40-something-year-old woman who, with the hiccups? Why, why haven't I aged out of this? Well, it's, like, it's like adult acne. Why haven't we aged out of this fucking bullshit? I'll tell you what, you know, and Stu should know this, but from what I understand, people that have hiccups for a long time, that can have so that can be a, a sign or symptom of heart issues. Super. Right. Um, I did. I did yeah. tell my family that if I found out I, ha- I found a tumor, or I thought I was dying, I would adopt 10 dogs. And just so that my family would have to deal once I'm gone, like as a memory of me, all of these dogs, they need to take care of. So they appreciate me more when I'm gone. Do you realize what would happen, right? You know what would happen. They would never give them up. They would, as soon as you went into that great, as soon as you went to the light, the first thing that would happen is a truck would back up and like all these dogs would be pushed out. Because not what happens chance. is that's your dream, not their dream. And then you want them to be, you have to take care of these dogs because for whatever reason, you want to punish your family after you're gone for years. So oh. this is why you're doing this. It's not as much a punishment, but leaving them love on earth that I brought to them. It's lo- dogs are love. I don't know how you see it as a punishment. Maybe the vet bill is a punishment, but dogs, dogs are joy and love and an occasional, oops, let me clean that up for you. Mm, yeah. Not my kind of love. No. Here's what I'll say about that. Listen, it's very exciting to think that there's an opportunity for a new member to join the pack. And here's why. Pack? This one, this, this one coming in is not a project. This one is a pet. Chrissy. That is, that is well, I do have to acclimate this. It's canine. a new day. Right. It's a new day in the brilliant household. This is a pet. I don't think you've had a pet. You've had projects. You've had renos. You've had addicts. You've been running a rehab in your house. I this have is been. a pet. His biggest problem, he's a fucking eunuch, and you cut his balls off. You're going to have zero problems with this dog. He might be oh, gay. Oh, he's just going to be happy to get a meal. Great. Gays are clean and lovely. Yeah. That's been the best thing that you could bring into your house. That Perfect. Would, that would please me even more if I thought he was gay. I might even go out and find him a piece if that was what he wanted. But you what, could call him big, gay, brilliant. But what could he do? <laughs> you, you just cut off his nuts. He can't does nothing to do with it no, anymore. He's, he's just shooting blanks. Finally, I have a family that gets me. He brings me. They bring me another gorgeous male dog, and I got nothing. I got nothing for him. 
But you know what we do have for him, John? We have four people waiting to love him. We have ridiculously expensive dog food that, you know, we probably shouldn't be buying anyway. We have treats and we have long walks in the park where he could sniff where everybody else peed and get the daily news. I, I didn't tell you. Did I tell you that I called, I put an application into the rescue and in under an hour, I got a phone call. And then I met her two days later and she said, oh yeah, yeah, before I called you, I Googled your house. I Google mapped your house. I Googled you and your family. And she and she said, yes, she said, I called the director and I told him what I found. And he said to me, how many dogs? I found money. Right. How many dogs can you get her to take? See, this is what I'm talking about. This is, it's, it's all, they're pushers. You know what they are? They're pushers. It, it, it's, it's not a poodle. It, it must be, it might as well be ecstasy or crack or something. They're pushing poodles on you because you're an addict. <laughs> a you're a poodle pusher. addict. You're a poodle addict and they're pushing you with more product. You know, what's funny is if, if it were any other dog, you wouldn't say that. But the fact that I'm fucking lazy and I don't like to vacuum all day, every day with other dogs who shed and I choose a dog that doesn't shed, who's smarter than at sometimes my son, um, then sometimes. So I, I, I'm a poodle addict because I like not vacuuming. And look at her. This lady, Go- I would have said Googled me. You Googled me? How dare you? I need, she needed to see my yard to see if it was fenced. She needed to see, and she's like, I saw over two acres. I was super excited. I have a Bernadoodle and a, and a Golden, and she had a Weimar runner. Are you interested in these dogs? This no. one's very sweet. Get away said, from me. And I said, I have two at home, and as of today, I have one at home. Uh, and I think she's going to be really depressed that she is an only dog. She's never been alone, and I don't want... Her to die of a broken heart. So, so here's what's going to happen. You're going to bring this new dog in, and Shirley's going to turn around and say, listen, you, I just got rid of two, all right? This is my house. Good. You, That's what she should do. Right. I hope she does. I hope she doesn't. I hope she takes that role. This dog has never. And then has, Doc's going to say, listen, I'm just here for the food. I'll stop it. And he doesn't love. talk like that. Yeah, he doesn't have a lisp. He's just gay. He doesn't have a lisp. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I don't know what's happening over there. Hey, dear listener, thank oh, you so much. Oh, it's so fabulous here. Look at the Lord. <laughs> and guess what? The big guy comes over and picks up my poop. Yes, he does. Um, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this, this uh, guest we have with us today. Amy, thank you for chatting with us and for being funny and sharing your opinion. You can always connect with us on all the socials at Listen Brilliant on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Not as much Twitter as we'd like, but you do it. We'll give you our password. You could tweet for us. <laughs> um, and you can send us an email at brilliantobservations at gmail.com to let us know what you thought of this and to tell Jessica either get fucking back there. It's off Come the rails. Back. Come back. Or tell her, you know, this is a nice switch up. Next time, get rid of Melissa. Or John, why don't you three ladies do the show? You don't need me. I don't know. I really love it when Amy yells at you. It gives me a break. <laughs> You'll pick you. up two listeners in Maine. <laughs> oh, You'll pick up two listeners in Maine. It'll be the best. And and all of West Virginia will come right back to us. Or never again. Some. <laughs> hashtag. That was the other name. How about hashtag brilliant? I will let you know what we decide on 
If you're out there yelling at hashtag to come in, they'll have they'll come over and throw a net over you. That's true. Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> been a pretty, been a pretty. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>